0: I'm, I'm Dan. Uh, this is going to be Campfire Stories, uh, and uh, David is my co-host. Dave, you want to introduce oh,
1: yourself a little David. bit? Uh, Hello. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan's brother, and I like camping. <clears throat> and uh, we're here to discuss all things camping, Campfire Stories.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, well, well, let's just jump into it, I guess. Um <clears throat> So we, we have a new president elect and there are a lot of rumors about what he's planning on doing with the EPA, what, what he's planning on doing with obviously borders and, and, you know, know, just, there's so much stuff out there going on, like to be, to be discussed. Um, I kind of just want to take about 15, 20 minutes and and see where we're going and what we think is going to happen. So what are your thoughts, David?
1: Uh, I have terrible feelings about this. I'm hopeful that it won't be as bad as a lot of people are saying. Um, but right now, uh, as far as my understanding, we've just appointed a vehement climate denier to head the transition of the EPA and their power and, um, which is just bad news for all of us. I mean, the best thing about camping is that there's woods and, and stuff. And if we destroy the EPA, that's not going to be a thing anymore. You
0: know, um, if we. Did start, you see who he's planning on putting in, in charge of the EPA? I, I don't know, but the,
1: I, I mean, I'm not sure if being the head of the transition team gives you any leg to
0: actually be involved with the, the agency after the transition. I feel like no matter oh. what happens, I mean, if he does a good job in the transition team, or he does a horrible job, I, I feel like Trump is probably going to. Um, he he tends to be erratic. Yeah, you know, and and you can't really see, or you can't really see the future with him a lot of times. You know, he he could say one thing today, and then the next day he says something completely different. You know, he he just wants to know how it's going to stick. Yeah. You know, if every if everyone loves, uh, well, what's his name? Um, uh, I was reading about him last night. Any, anyway, so if everyone loves him for, somehow, if that actually happens, then I feel like Trump would definitely move the transition guy into the cur- or the 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 permanent role right. in the EPA. Um, but ultimately, I don't. Th- I don't think what. The Paris Climate Talks. I mean, there's just so much, there's yeah. just so many different things. But I, I don't think he'll be able to tackle all of it and destroy all of it that quickly.
1: No, I hope not. Um, but con- in conjunction with having a majority in the House and the Senate and probably the Supreme Court now, uh, where the majority leaders don't believe that climate change is a thing that exists. And they certainly don't believe human activity caused it, even if there is warming, even if they think that there's warming. And so they want to slash all of the regulations that we've put in place to do things like protect our land, our air and our water for our future generations, mm-hmm. um, you know, drilling for oil up in Alaska in the big, you know, the big boreal forest reserves that we have up there, you know, the millions and millions of acres of pristine wildlife and land that we can go to and go and truly appreciate and that's the best chance you have of really escaping from our society is a giant forest like that up there and then you could
0: argue like why do you want to escape the society like i like no i think it's very healthy well, I feel like you start getting into the psycholo- psychology of of well, why are you escaping from everybody? Like, is there something wrong with you? Are you going to go live in a cabin? And are you planning something terrible? And blah 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 blah. But I, I think I think you need a break from the running around all the time. And and, and yeah, absolutely. Human beings, I think we weren't designed to just sit there and, and go like through cities constantly. You know, live that life of. Of being surrounded by all of this stuff all the time. You yeah. just need some silence and you need to be able to listen to the birds. You need to be able to go see where we all came from. Yeah. You know, it's if it part of, of who we are is the outdoors.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I in, mean, this society that we've
1: created for ourselves is loud, and the way that it's loud is uh, stressful uh, for like your physiologically it's stressful. Like you hear a lot of sudden noises that are outside the range of what you would hear in nature and they're uh, disruptive and they induce a stress response in you. And you, if you live in a big city, you're going to have that constantly and it, it becomes background. So you don't feel stressed, but your
0: body is stressed and it's not good for your health. I feel like you need to put some sources on that one. I, yeah, I, 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 totally I will, uh,
1: I'm totally with you on that. Links in the description or whatever. You no, know, I'll, I'll
0: we'll figure that out because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how this, these things work. Yeah. Um, um. But my thing, my my thing is, is like you know, there's always been there's been rumors every time that the Republicans take over everything that they're going to sell off the national parks. They're going to they're going to start mm-hmm. you know. Whatever, and it's and it's going to be to the highest bidder. Be that you know, multimillionaires or uh, corporations that want to move oil. Let's start pumping yeah. oil out of all the national parks. And I, as as much as I'm, I'm sure there are definitely uh, individuals in the Republican Party that would love to do something like that. Yeah, um, I don't think that the rest of the U.S. would allow it to happen, and I don't think that Donald Trump, even as the president, will have the power to do that. I think he'll end up taking back a lot of the stuff that he said he's going to do. Now, there yes, are, I, like, I'm hopeful. Yeah. Well, there are rumors that the, the, the Mexican president is already contacting him because he wants to get rid of NAFTA and and so the, the Mexican president wants to like already start negotiations on building the wall yeah. um, so that he can avoid trade uh, problems uh, due to you know Dismantling NAFTA, um, but I mean, I don't want to get into the overall politics of, of what Donald Trump stands for or doesn't stand for, because you never know what I mean Thursday he could be saying something completely different. right. And mo- most importantly, I, I, I mean, I, obviously I've I, I gone off on tangents and whatnot, but mm-hmm. I want to know what, what do we do? to make sure that we continue to have national forests, state forests, state parks, national parks. How do we continue what Michelle Obama was doing, was trying to get people to get outside and be healthy, to eat right, to, yeah. to make sure that they take care of themselves um, in a simple kind of organic way. Um, how do we continue to make sure that that happens in an age where we don't believe any any longer in, in global warming, where yeah. we believe that um, the individual should have a, a say as to what they're uh, eating or or just you know putting into your body, you know, like everyone's going to sit there and fight about oh well this isn't really bad for you, and so the companies have every right to push it to you, you know yeah and and how do we how do we kind of get back to our simpler uh, roots of just getting outside and being being physically active and going and, and seeing and appreciating nature. Like, how do we get back to that? Yeah, I, I don't have an answer for that. Um, I, know, I, mean, I fully and, agree and, with and you. That, that motivate we're trying to motivate hundreds of millions of people to do this. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, the other day, you know, I live in. Northeastern
1: Connecticut, and there's a lot of parks around here for the size of the population. You know, there's like three state parks within 20 minutes of driving. Plus, we have, uh, you know, the West Thompson Dam uh, the, by the Army Corps of Engineer, which is a big park and stuff right near me. And uh, even with all of that, I work with people who are like, "Yeah, parks are nice, but like, do we really need them? Because they don't go outside."
0: No, and then they start worrying about the taxes yeah. that that it and takes. And they're like,
1: "Yeah, we're spending so much money on taxes, maintaining and upkeeping these parks. Like, who even uses them? Like, why are we doing that?" And that is a very big challenge ahead. That we have to find people like that and make them understand that these things are very important and they would be beneficial to them too. If they would just use the resources that we
0: already have available. It's hard to get people passionate about something that they don't care. Yeah. You know, if, if your if your biggest thing is, is, uh, you know, I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with, with everyone having individual interests, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's what makes us a great, just society in general, you know, everyone everyone has their thing, which yeah. is which is great. But we can't we can't stomp on someone else's thing, you know, be getting outdoors and and obviously the national parks are are a critical part of the U.S. I mean, we have so much land, we have so many natural wonders here. I mean, you look at other countries that are so much smaller, the U.K., you know, yeah, it's so much smaller that you're not going to have stuff like the Grand Canyon. I mean, just geographically. Uh, it just doesn't. It just doesn't happen, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, we're one of the very few countries that spans an entire continent, you know. So it's just, it's just that it's so vast, you know, and and we have statistically, you know, we have more more chances of having natural wonders, and yeah. so we have to. I mean, I mean, it's just it's like if you have $10 and it's your only $10 and you're not sure whether or not you're going to get 10 more dollars, you know, it's like, do you, you, you want to be a good steward of that $10 that you have? You don't want to just go blow it on something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we have na- we have these national parks. We have these amazing sites to see. Um, and I feel like everyone in the U S should have the right to go and see them. I mean, we do all pay taxes so that we can maintain these, these areas. Mm hmm. And it would just not be fair to future generations if we just destroy them now. Yeah, or if we, really or, or say we don't destroy them, but we we sell El Capitan to um, you know Ted Turner. Yeah, <laughs> so he can he can go and put his house over over in Yosemite and not even charge customers to come and see see El Cap, but he just you know says no, I'm putting up a wall, and you're not you're not welcome. Yeah.
1: I mean that's, that would, I mean, that's even one house there. Problem. Like it doesn't seem like it'd be a big deal but that would destroy a lot of the beauty of it to me. You know. For
0: instance, for instance the guy that is probably going to be in charge of the EPA. Mhm. Okay, he he was working for a congressman in Arizona. Okay? To make okay. it to make it so if you have an endangered species that happens to be on your property. He's protecting your property instead of the endangered species. Yeah.
1: Uh, I have kind of mixed feelings about that Um, because I have heard in the past that the Endangered Species Act, when you do find one, people are more likely to just kill it without saying anything because of all of these regulations and stuff, and it can halt progress in the you know, projects and everything. Um, just because it's easier. It's easier to uh, have them come after you for killing it than it is to have them stop everything to protect it. Uh, it's cheaper too. Well, what this, would, what, what this was so,
0: designed to do was allow for you to just kill the thing. Yeah. That way there would be no yeah, le- I, like That would be terrible. Would be no, no punishment or anything like that or no slap on the wrist no fine or anything like that it was like you knowingly killed an endangered species um yeah. because your property blah 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 but that's, i that's a terrible idea <laughs> can you can you can you imagine if if uh you know you're living in a property and the last dodo bird comes across your property well the last one isn't really that important
1: right Okay, okay. There's so there's no hope for the species. They need at least like
0: two dozen to really survive. Okay, okay. so mom and pop dodo bird with their three little offspring come walking by and you're just yeah. like <laughs> 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 We're only we're only two weeks away from Thanksgiving. Yeah, that that's interesting. <laughs> but you would have you would have the right under under his his bill. You'd have mm. the right. I, when when I'm sitting around a campfire in the middle of the woods, Mm -hmm. listening to crickets and frogs and cicadas, and just the rustle. Reading out about polar bears. (laughs) Just like listening to the leaves blowing in the wind. I mean, these are the things that go through my mind. Like yeah, I I don't want to say okay. Well, one campfire story. The campfire stories is only supposed to be scary stories because. That's the the traditional uh, uh, theme or, or idea that you would have about sitting around a campfire out in the middle of the woods. Um, but that that to me is is is, is false. I mean, most people they, like that get out in the woods. They they just chat about whatever is on their minds. Mm-hmm. And when I get out in the worlds or out in the woods, I I, I kind of think about why i love the woods why i love getting out in nature versus why um maybe other people do or whatever but just kind of what i what i enjoy about it you know i you know you, you get into a new area out there and you're sitting there and the the sun goes down and you can just kind of see that everything's just kind of going to sleep you know the the uh the animals just some of them start coming out for the for for the sunset, and mm-hmm. as the moon comes up and whatnot, and just this whole different feeling kind of just sets over the whole area, you know. And I just don't want Caleb, you know, I don't want my son to miss out on that. I don't want um, his kids to miss out on that. You know, like who knows what society's going to be like two generations from now? Mm-hmm. Are, are we going to have enough water for everybody? are we Are, are we going to have enough land for everyone to actually have a place to live? Um, are we going to have enough land for everyone to live and enough land for everyone to to grow food to support the rest of society? you know? Um, it's just all these kinds of things, and I, like I love the simpler life. I, I love to be able to just hang out in the woods and just kind of chill and just do do my own thing and get away from the television and even the computer, you know. Um, like that's a big part of, of, of what I think is important in life. But I mean, not everyone is like that, you know, I I didn't hear that last little bit. Oh, uh, just not, not everyone is like me, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not, Not everyone wants to get outside. And so as far as taxes go, I mean, for people who don't want or don't care about getting outside may, maybe they're more concerned with the amount of money in their pocket and, and money in your pocket is a very important thing you know you got to be able to eat you got to have a roof over your or you got to have some form of roof over yeah. your neck, you know and those yeah, are it's important like things.
1: what uh, who is it maslow's hierarchy of needs i think or something you know food water shelter is at the bottom and maybe security and yeah. then, like once you have all of those things secured, and, and you're confident that you can maintain your ability to get those things, then the next level of your needs comes in, and that's like you know being happy or something, you know, where where I think which is you know nature, getting out into nature and, and seeing it. And for me, that's what being happy is. It's yeah, just being able to go and visit the beauty of the world that we have around us. So mm-hmm. if if our society produces a lot of people that can't meet their first level of needs, then that's going to kind of hold back our ability to appreciate the second layer of needs for where I think a lot of people are at in our country, but not clearly not enough. Um, And where nature and Having healthy mind uh, and body and, you know, everything is is more important to people. It's more of a thing that's right in front of them. So, you know, I mean, I love talking about nature and all of these things, but, you know, we have... I think that there are causes to it that are beyond just... Uh, you know, like, oh, it's pretty, look at it, it's pretty, and and that's all you need to do to solve the problem. I think to solve the problem, we really have to do a more fundamental uh, approach to the way that we treat our society as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like we may be moving in the opposite direction
0: with the new administration, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, the thing Um, is, is right now, right now he is our president elect and, uh, the worst thing that I feel like our society can do for our society is, is, um, the civil war sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. you You have California, you have California right now or parts of California saying they want to secede. Okay. That doesn't, that doesn't fix the problem. Yeah. You know, what I find the most
1: interesting is, you know, we were looking at all of the election maps and everything, and all of the really populated areas tended to vote for the candidate that wanted to protect all of the open space. Um, And all of the rural people who live in these places tended to vote for the guy who wants to strip it. Maybe, I I don't know if that's because it's not as important to them because they see it every day. You know, they live in an area that like, yeah, there's, you know, there's people and there's houses, but like you got, you're surrounded by woods and stuff all the
0: time. You and know, then, and then you have I the, wonder if that has a, an aspect of it. But you have the people living in the cities sitting there saying, oh, well, we need this open land. Yeah. Not for me, not for me specifically, and it's not going to affect me, but we need to tell you how to live your life. Right. And then you have the people who are living out in the open land being like, you will not tell me how to live my life. Right. Right. You know? And so you, you have this push push from both sides, you know, and we, there's gotta be a way no matter, no matter who's in charge, there's gotta be a way for us to figure out how, I know it's, it's, it's naive and it's, it's, it's uh 1980s kindergarten class all over again, but we need to be able to figure out how to get along. Yeah. We need to be able to figure out how to compromise and we need to figure out how to, to just be kind to one another, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, you're going to, you're going to have people who like important stuff to them is getting outdoors. I said it eight times so far, but important stuff to them is getting out, outdoors. Other people, yeah. important stuff is spending time with their friends at the bar. That's fine. There's, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we need to be able to figure out how to get both of those different types of people. And all, like, I mean, obviously there's more than just two types of people, but we need to be able to figure out how to get everyone to understand each other. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and really deeply understand each other. Like we have, we have so many people that, you know, whites and blacks and Mexicans and, 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 uh, you know, just all these different types of people. And, um, everyone says, Oh, well, I get it. You, you need your own thing too. I get that. But Mm -hmm. do you really like on the inside, you're sitting there. I get it. You, you need your own, you you need your own thing, but not in my community. Like you do your thing over there.
1: Yeah. Right. You know, when it comes to climate, there is no over here and over there.
0: You no, know? Not.
1: Have you ever seen the Earth from Space, like the live feed from the International mm-hmm. Space Station going on, like twenty four seven that they post on the internet? Yeah. I mean, the Earth is this enormous sphere floating out in space and it's covered by this tiny thin little strip of air. And mm-hmm. I mean you can see how small it is when you look at the Earth from space. And we share that. I don't care if you, you can draw mountain ranges, you can draw borders and divide people politically, but we share the same air. And there is nothing that we will ever be able to do to keep our own air to ourselves and do what we want with it, you know? yeah, And uh, that is, I think, a great unifying factor is because it doesn't matter what you believe politically, religiously, whatever. You can be like, hey, do you like to breathe? Is that something that's important to you? Um, and if they don't stop them from doing it for a few seconds and see how they feel about it, don't kill them. But I mean, just give them a couple of seconds of not being able to breathe and make them realize just how important it really is.
0: Yeah. You know, on on that note, uh, I, I think we should, uh, maybe we can do a part two on this or something like that, you know? Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about doing that next week? That sounds great. All right, man.